Hey everybody, this is uh, Kevin at uh, Podcast For Me. A podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, Kevin, also known as K-Dog. I think I'm going to push the K-Dog uh, narrative. I don't know. Hey, it's been a while since I made a podcast, maybe a week. I've been doing mostly car thoughts and shit like that, which will be added into this podcast as well. But uh, most of this podcast, I was going to get some news. What well, is kind of news? Kind of news slash rant, ranting cast. I don't know if I'll call this rant cast or podcast or best of cast. I got some topics though. I'll call it topic cast. That's what's it. What's going on in my life? Well, I, uh, you know, been working out. You know, just been meditating. Big into meditating. Found out that sleeping is a superpower. I try to get eight hours nowadays, minimum. I feel like you just have more energy when you sleep. It's a crazy thing, crazy concept, especially for a person who's working. Usually, when you're, when I listen to podcasts, I listen to people who, um, they're, you know, they probably don't work. <laughs> but I work, and I have to be with my kid, and fucking, you know, you got to do these podcasts, and it's just uh, pretty hectic when you're recording a podcast in your spare time. You notice that you don't have much spare time, especially as a family guy. I've noticed that there is a thing in which there's a set of ideas or the ideals, as it were, that um, you can have, but that's just a perception that you're wrong. You know, like the world is such a crazy place. You know, like you would think that it's good. It's good to be an example, not an exception. But there's a caveat to that. You can be the example of something, and. Uh, once again, the reality around you is different from what the reality is. So, say you're a badass, right? And you you like uh, you work hard, and then the people around you, because they have like some kind of preconception, you know, they uh, judge you differently. You know, that, that that sounds vague, I know, but it's, okay. For instance, I'll tell you. So, I got a kid, right? You guys, you should know this by now of me, and uh, my example is working, so. As in, I'll work, come home, I'll clean, and then that's about it, really. And um, when my kid sleeps, that's, that's when I'll play video games or some shit like that. So the only really time I have free time is when everyone's asleep. But the perception from my kid is, you know, not even there. Or maybe it is, and I don't know. But it isn't like, when I'm, ta- when I'm talking to my kid, it doesn't feel like I'm talking to somebody who thinks, you know... I'm a hard worker. It's more of a lazy guy. Now, I think that's all kids. I really do think that all kids don't really perceive things well. You could be an example all you want, but in the end, it goes in some kind of twisted logic and towards a kid, you know. And I think that's normal for all kids. I said that already, but I I mean, I I do think that. And now, is it a... Of course, good, good rule of thumb is to be the example, but... I mean, what's the point if uh, the kid's not paying attention? I guess it's a good default, right? I'm all like, you got to work out, you know, let's work out. No, doesn't want to work out. Just wants to be lazy. I don't know if that's just a generation thing or what have you. It wants to work out when it's like, you got to really trick the kid into working out. You gotta, I took him to a trampoline park. 
and um, that's like a lot of obstacles and shit like that. And I'm here, I'm doing obstacles and shit. Here's another perception of reality. I'm doing the obstacles, and he's doing the obstacles. And the very end of the fucking thing, I'm beat. I'm fucking beat. I'm torn up. After about an hour of climbing shit and jumping around, I'm like, I beat the fuck up. You know, kid, of course, you know, it's a kid, so they got infinite energy. As all of you remember when you were children, um, we come home. First words out of his fucking mouth is like, oh, you only did one or two of the obstacles. And here me being, you know, goal oriented. I'm like, I did all of them except for that one. There was one that was really hard. It was all upper body. That shit was hard. But um, I was like, the fuck? I was with you this entire hour kicking ass, taking names, you know, while all the dads were on the sideline, you know, wishing they could be there. Because they all look off. Like when I look around people my age, I'm 38. I see other people my age, I just like, why the fuck aren't you out here, you know? And, um, yeah, it's, like, it just blows my mind, you know? Of course I'm a little irritated by that. I'm like, hey, man, fucking, I didn't, not for nothing, but I fucking kicked ass over here. And it's like, the perception is, you didn't do much, you did this and that. It only paid attention to the failures. And then I, it had me thinking, I was like, is that how it is, like, the perception of a child is they only see your failures in life as opposed to your successes. I don't know. My dad was a failure, you know, all throughout his life, you know, and growing up he was a failure, you know, and when you look back on his life before me, you know, I like the things he says. I'm like, he's just a fucking loser. And I thought to myself, maybe that's, I did the same thing. Maybe it's a genetic thing, you know. I've only seen his uh, failures, you know. Maybe that maybe that is a real thing, you know. I wonder if I wonder if that's a thing that everyone else does. When they see their parents, do they only see the failures in their life, or do they see the successes as well? You know, I never really thought about it until I said it out loud. I really do only see the failures in my father. You know, he, he fucking was. I mean, it's not his fault. You know. See, a little background story is my dad. You know, 80, it was 80s. I grew up in the 80s, right? And he was with this one woman from the Philippines. And I think it's one of those situations where it was, uh, you know, you got someone pregnant and so you married them kind of situation. I, I don't know. He's not very honest about shit. And then he said things like um, she cheated on him and such, which is, is plausible, but maybe not. Who knows? You know, so he fucking, I guess, got rid of her. Not kill her, but, you know, divorced her or what have you, and she just fucking left, you know. She's, what a garbage mother she was, you know. I mean, like, my dad was very abusive, and, I mean, if she got, she got out while gotten out was good, you know. So she just thought, you know, fuck this kid, you know. So, of course, I probably have some abandonment issues. That's pretty heavy for a podcast, but I fi figured after, like, 90s fucking some odd podcasts, might as well air out some shit. Um, yeah, I mean, if you, if you knew who the guy was, then why'd you leave the kid with him? You know, that's a pretty garbage thing to do. I can't imagine if my, well, I'm a guy, but I mean, if the roles were reversed and my wife was like beating the shit out of my kid, you know, there ain't no fucking way I'd just let that shit go down. But then again, I'm a dude, so maybe it's different. Maybe she just feared and getting out, and, you know, fuck him, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. Only, only, 
only time will tell. How do I feel about it? I fucking hated it. It, it could have been worse. I could have been worse, you know. There's nothing you can do to change the past, you know. This is the way it played out, you know. She fucking bounced out, you know. That's the way it is. Uh, and then my dad, you know, he's an 80 single father and a um, bit of a loser. Didn't know how to work, like have a good job. The guy was in the fucking Navy. Couldn't figure that shit out. So he had these like shit jobs. He even had a like a bachelor's degree in something, I think. I don't know if these are truthful things or lies, but man, motherfucker had a college degree, all this shit, and still couldn't figure it out. You know, um, he was a single, ready to mingle. <laughs> he was single, fucking raising this kid. And we were like homeless a bunch, you know, and it's like he couldn't figure out. And I get it too, because like, how do you. Like, I, I have a kid, you know, daycare is fucking rough. So I spent a lot of time by myself, like, at five, you know. So, like, he just, like, kept working these odd jobs, you know. Like, I remember him working at a liquor store, take a security guard. I guess that was a good deal. If, if anything, that was a success. You know, many, many fucking moons. I think he did work for this one place, some kind of foundation, analytical stuff. I don't know what it was, but we were homeless then. And he, he just couldn't figure it out, you know, as a as a single father. You know, like with women, at the time, you know, if you were a chick and you were a single fa uh, single parent, usually you could just hook up with a guy. You know, it sucks, but you just hook up with a guy and then fucking hope for the best. You know, for a guy, though, it was different. You know, it's not like he's going to hook up with a girl and curly suit this shit. You know, it's not like he's going to get with some lady and she's going to save everything. You know, at the time, that wasn't a thing. You know, like generational you know it's just now that women are start, starting to get jobs and fending for themselves and able to like you know i don't know i think you know in retrospect maybe he just couldn't figure it out because he's he was such an idiot you know like he didn't like take any government services or anything like that i mean maybe the resources were there the internet wasn't what it is now because you could just research shit i mean what the fuck could you do then so, yeah, we spent a lot of time being homeless and shit. And, you know, life is hard, you know, so he just got addicted to drugs and shit. And, you know, it, it was rough. It was a rough go, you know. But, I mean, all I saw there was failure, you know. But, I, I mean, objectively, I could I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe he did succeed somewhere in the fact that he created such a hard life for me, creating what you call a guy with anger issues. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, man. I take to anger like fucking... I mean, you sneeze wrong, I'll get angry, you know? I, I've been working on it for years, meditating, reading books and shit, you know, trying to improve myself. And maybe maybe that was a good thing. Maybe one day I'll make it. You know, as of now, I'm just kind of just, you know... I guess in comparison, I've, I've made it, but not really, you know? And I, I created this podcast, you know, that's pretty cool. You know, 90 podcasts or whatever, shooting the shit by myself talking about random facts uh yeah man i it, it, the reality of things is weird you know like in your head you could think it you're fucking just killing it i remember talking to him about this i was like confronted him a couple three years four years back and i was like hey look man life sucked and it happened on a not a podcast per se but it was like um it was a facebook post i said something like something of, uh, i forgot what the meme was but it was something about a childhood and i'm all like and i put out there about my childhood was shitty and it was true i mean i was living on the street and everything you know eating trash and shit because i was so hungry 
You know, I've, if you've heard this podcast before, I told you the story of uh, eating a corner of a Top Ramen. Have you ever seen a Top Ramen? It's maybe the size of your fist, depending on how old you are. But, uh, uh, you know, this is eating a corner of that. And that would be your l- breakfast, and then another quarter would be lunch. And I, I, mean, I mean, I used to ball up bread and pretend it was cookies, you know, <laughs> like stale bread because, you know, we're so poor. And... Um, yeah, I remember, I was just, it's, it, and like, yeah, man, he was such a shitty dad, you know, <laughs> like, yelling, took to anger real quick, I don't blame him, I mean, you live in a, you, you're pretty much a loser going out in your life, you know, and uh, here you got this kid, and you can't figure this fucking thing out, you know, it's, I mean, guys, I'm raising my kid, and I got, I got a wife, I got money, you know, and I, I always have difficulty, you know, but uh, I can't imagine just being a single father and a loser, you know constantly you know i think i think he was in denial of that you know to 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 know that he was a loser you know like this is why he never like picked up a self-help book or he never tried working out you know i I remember i remember there was a gym set back in the day i think my mother was around that's about as far as it went yeah my dad was just destroyed by life you know never trying to work out never trying to get better always going worse you know diving into deep into some drugs dude it's he got with this one crack whore and he was with her forever dude i fucking hated it dude because he'd be just like because we lived in this like shitty roach infested apartment for years and this was a good thing by the way because like you know eating garbage and <laughs> living on the streets was sucked you know say vincent de paul you know sure anyways i digress yeah he would fuck this bitch like forever dude like because they were high on meth or crack or whatever the fuck and they'd just be fucking so loud and we had these paper thin walls it's as if i'm in the fucking room as they're fucking this is when i was like 10 you know i can't imagine doing that with my kid you know fucking he's in one room i'm just fucking right behind the door you know shit that's hardcore anyways he's garbage you know and uh they're just fucking i fucking hated it and i figured a way I think it was 12 or 11 to like get out of my uh, room my room connected to a window so I would I broke the screen so I could jump out the fucking window and I would just fucking run around at night you know getting all sorts of trouble you know I once had a ninja suit and I walked around in it because <laughs> it was all black you know I fucking hated that guy you know I'm good now you gotta forgive you know like uh you can't let that energy keep you down you know like of you know what a garbage human being he was and he's still alive you know to this day so i always try to keep it cordial but the anger the anger and putrid hatred i have for that guy is like insane you know if he ever listens to his podcast i fucking tell him but i don't he probably perceive it a different way i don't know how because like some kind of a weird thing he does where his perception of reality just fucking alters. But then again, like I said, back to what I was going on about reality is, you can have a reality inside you, and it could be totally different. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe when I was on the streets, I was a, it was a magical time for me. You know, learning, <laughs> learning, learning. You know, street code. You know, <laughs> watch, watching him fucking do drugs and shit, and him banging away against his crack whore and shit. You know. I mean, fuck. I mean, maybe I'm seeing things wrong, you know. But that's just through my own prism. Maybe, maybe it was a good thing, you know, T- teaching me the lessons of not, uh, not to do, you know. You know, if you have a ten-year-old in a room, 
totally don't walk around naked and uh, go and like fuck random people, you know, right, you know, in their vicinity. I mean, Jesus Christ. I remember telling him this. I was like, yeah, man, dude, life sucked with you. And Because I put that Facebook post and he calls me up. He goes, hey, man, I was really hurt. See, that fucking narcissist that he was, he was like, I was hurt <laughs> by what you said. And I'm all like, oh, so I made shit up, huh? Like, we were in the streets. That wasn't bad. And he goes, woo, times were hard. I'm all like, I get that, fool. Doesn't mean that it sucked. It didn't. didn't didn't equal that my childhood was terrible i mean that's still what i said was true my childhood sucked he goes we had some good times i'm all like yeah all because you find corn and shit does not make that not shit you know we did do some good things man we went to like the family fun center i remember that you know and uh, i didn't die you know and things like that i guess i mean if that's a thing so i mean and like and, and like the fucking denial of this guy he was just like i'm all like we used to be really poor i used to not eat and then he was like well, it was hard and he went into narcissist mode where he was like woe is me woe is me and i get it you know you know for you yeah life is hard but for a child and poor you need to be a man and own up to it and i know for a fact my kid came back at me and said hey i didn't like this this and this i'll fucking own it so i've learned something you know i wouldn't have probably done that if he hadn't been such a garbage human being, you know. And maybe he'll get better one day. I don't know. As of now, I, I, I try to forgive. But in my heart, it's just putrid hatred, you know. <laughs> like, it, it is an awkward thing, you know, at the Thanksgivings and things like that. His birthday. And I tried to let the actions speak louder than the words within me and out, you know. I I mean, if I, if I, if I fucking hate you, but I'm still, like, giving you presents and you know, taking you out to lunch or whatever and still talking to you and, you know, I, I mean, that should demonstrate something. Of course, inside inside the being of who I am, it's still the same, you know, I still have that resentment and I don't know if I'll ever let go of it, but I try, you know, I, I, I say, I'm sorry, I forgive you. I'm sorry, I forgive you. I, I constantly am doing that. But I don't say it out loud to him because he he will never own up to it. And a thousand years can go by and that guy will never own up to the shit life he has provided or had provided, you know. But, you know, I learned a lot, you know. Like, life is hard. And just when you think it's hard, it gets worse. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually the truth of life, you know. And then some people literally have it better than others. And some people actually will always it will always be unfair to you you know they can have a great fucking life and you can have a worse life that's just the way it is yeah, literally the world is a cool weird place and in, in such where you can have a hundred people and 99 of them can have horrendous lives but one can have a great life you know never batting an eye at the little people you know, I, I mean, that's just the way it is. I know it's depressing, but it's the truth of things. How is it bad? I don't think there is a good and bad. I think this is just what is, you know. I mean, if somebody kicks you in the nuts, you can also get spit in the face and your wife can cheat on you. These, these things can happen, you know. And guess what? Just as you're, like, sad, you know, crying, or if that's a thing you do, you can get punched in the gut, too. I mean, like, these are things that will happen to you. And also... Good things will happen to you. Not you. Maybe never. Maybe life will never be good to you. That's the way it is. But living is about pushing forward and getting past all that. 
You know, not letting things like that hold you down. You know, there's people right now in Uganda or whatever the fuck, you know, in Africa, and they could just be having the worst go at it. They don't even have fucking water sometimes, you know, and they could still be happy, you know, smiling and shit, you know. You could be in India right now eating garbage, you know, just having the best time of your life, you know. I don't know why, but from my point of view, I'm like, ugh. You know, and I mean, do not feel sorry for me. I don't, you know, I just move forward. You know, I just know that the reality of things is if you let, if you let the bad in and you just focus in on it, you know, life is not going to be good for you. But if your life is shitty and you only let the good in, you know, life could be a good thing because in the end, I mean, does it matter? <laughs> no, it doesn't. You just push forward. I know this may sound depressing, but some of you might have shitty lives. And guess what? It will probably never get better. Or it will. Who fucking knows? But in the end, it's all about how you perceive things. Ah, perception. I use the word. Key word of the day. In fact, I should call this perception cast. Is that's how reality is. You know, life can just really suck. And you could just be good with that. <laughs> My life isn't that bad. It's pretty good. You know, but I mean, in comparison to somebody else, you know, and if I let the baggage of fucking, you know, being in crack houses and being left alone with crack infested people and the things they do to children, you know, if I if I ever let that shit in, you know, as in let that hold me back, you know, I, I, I think that that would be a depressing end of the story, don't you think? But I like to think that I use these experiences and these shit things that happen to me as a, as a growing thing. In fact, in my heart, I truly do feel empowered by it, you know. And, um, and <laughs> more perception. So here I am feeling good, you know, feeling great, you know, meditating. Life is good, no matter how bad it is. And the perception of other people could be, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, quite literally, you know. You could... You could be thinking you're doing good. You could be thinking you're on your way. And in your head, it's good. But the people around you or the people listening to this podcast are like, fuck that guy. That, that is a, that is a real, that's a real thing. And you should look into your own lives as that aspect. Just look within. You could think your life is good, but there is a motherfucker out there hating your guts. They're like, fuck that guy or girl. You know, uh, I'm a guy. So my perspective is to use the guy like terms i'm sorry for the people who identify as something some gender pronoun that i cannot pronounce because it doesn't make sense i actually you know what that's funny uh let me segue into that sam smith uh is a singer that i like a lot tremendously and he says he's identifying as a a they them which is ugh, it just hurts me in the head because grammar wise it just doesn't work so when you when you read the headline it doesn't make sense sam smith changes gender pronouns to they them now the reason why it says he his name changes gender pronouns because they can't say changes his gender pronoun or hers gender pronoun or whatever gender pronoun he has because of the ridiculous way that they, they, they form grammar in this way, they're hijacking grammar. By they, I mean not the gender pronoun they, but they as in the people who want to change the way people speak with gender pronouns and such. It's just, it's hard to put that in a syntax that works. How do you say this guy is changing his own gender pronoun without using the word his or her? 
you can't so when you read the sentence sam smith changes gender pronouns to they them it literally means he's like if you read it grammar wise it's 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 sam smith has just unilaterally changed all of gender pronouns so <laughs> for everyone but it's really just his own or sh her own but you can't say that because they hijacked the word that's hilarious yeah maybe this is just a phase like a 90s kind of thing and maybe you'll whip back which is bad because what's the opposite of just accepting everything it's not accepting everything that's not a good thing you know it's intolerant and that's where we're at now the most tolerant people are more intolerant you know they just can't accept things you know i think my dad's like that he's super fucking woke now it's it's so irritating this guy who fucking just used and abused his crack whore <laughs> and said the most hellacious shit you know women should do this and still does he's still like not as bad but he still says shit and he's very sexist in that manner and it's a thing in which like <laughs> He goes, Trump is an idiot. I'm like, motherfucker, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you you were the same person. But whatever, you know. I mean, hashtag woke. <laughs> and the, the hypocrisy of him. You know, and then he, he kind of like, he he is just one of many dudes who are hypocrite. Hypocrite, is that a word? Can I do that? Who, who practice hypocrisy, you know, day in and day out. You know, fucking women should have a voice and, and men are bad. Meanwhile... They're treating their wives like shit or talking about women in a degrading way, you know? I just, the most wokest person is the most fucked up person, you know? Uh, I think all these social justice people, not all of them, but most of them, like, they're so, the guys, I don't know about girls, whatever on that, you know, because I'm not, I don't have that perspective, you know? But dudes who say, you know, we should always believe the woman and men are always wrong, that guy in particular is a beta jelly. He is just trying to get laid or be accepted in culture because he's a fucking loser. You know, guys like that. People without their, like, especially men. I, I can't speak for women because I'm not a woman. But for men, you should speak for yourself. You really should have a backbone and speak from the heart and not from, like, some kind of quasi, I have to say this so I can be socially accepted. You know, all my life I've always done what I wanted to do and say what I wanted to say and be the person I wanted to be, you know? Like, I always hated the whole aspect of people, like, conforming to societal norms, you know? Like, like the majority. Oh, yeah, hashtag woke and all that shit. I've always been anti that. Always. And to hear other people do that and say, you know, men suck and men are the devil and all that bullshit, you know? Just, ugh. You know, and it's bad, too, because they're not even actually saying that. They're just kind of skirting past it, and you know, in a roundabout way, you know. Some men are just bad to women. You know, like, they're just hating. Just hating on guys, as there are guys. It makes sense for women to do it, because, you know, I mean, they're not guys. So, it makes sense for them to shit on dudes. I could see that, you know, like, you're the enemy. I get that. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I mean, I understand that. But if you're a guy and you're shitting on other guys, you're a piece of shit. That's how that works, you know. You're shitting on guys in the sense that, you know, guys just being guys, and you're like, oh, that's bullshit. That's the patriarchy and blah blah blah. That you're a garbage person, you know. You should just accept people for who they are and just be that, you know. And you shouldn't fucking 
I don't know, say other people's fucking things, you know, like part of a mob mentality. I mean, if now, if it, in, in the instance that you truly do believe said thing, you know, and you just so happen to echo the same thing as another person, that's one thing. But most times, nine times out of ten, these fucking woke individuals are just parrots, you know. They're fucking echoes of other people creating what they call echo chambers, you know, you know, constantly just saying whatever the other monkey said, you know. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, you know. Rather than just being an evolved human being where you're just like, I hear you. You know, Trump did ban five uh, Muslim countries, not all of them, just five of them. And then it became, he's banning all Muslims, you know, and rather not listen to that, you know. Now, I'm, I'm not a fan of Trump at all. I've said that many a time, but you catch me defending him every once in a while, which is a shitty thing. You know, defending, defending things I don't want to defend is terrible. But I just don't, I just, it just, it's like an itch I need to scratch. You know, when you say something that's stupid, you know, like, all men are bad. Are they? Really? I will say Vincent DePaul. <laughs> that guy, uh, what, he's got, or Father Joseph, you know, doesn't he have like a church that, you know, helps homeless people? I know I ate a few bowls of chili in my time over there. I, I mean, from my perspective, that guy's pretty cool, you know? I mean, some people are good. I have a friend right now, man. He talks a lot of shit, you know, but he, he's the good guy in this story, you know? <laughs> like like he he helps people you know he listens to the other side good guy man give you a shout out adrian good guy you say some hellacious shit though but you, and you will get ridiculed for it but i mean your heart's true you know anyways let's go into some fucking topics huh topics motherfucking topics i just came up with that just now <laughs> usually i do the news but this is kind of the news so I saw this article about um, Bill Mayer versus some guy named Corden. Corden or Gordon? I don't know. Bill Mayer says that fat shaming should come back. People eating food, uh, like people getting fat is because America's diet is shit. You know, Mayer, he says some shit, you know, but that is true, though. A lot of people, not everyone, not every single person, but most people and a lot of them. The people who get fat are really the people who eat a lot of junk food, you know. There's the people out there that eat junk food, right? But then they eat, you know, healthy. And then they say, I, I eat healthy. I just had a cheat day. <laughs> they say a cheat day like they eat every single meal fat. But uh, that day, you know, you shouldn't have a cheat day. Cheat meal, yes, you know. I am not the holier-than-thou guy. Listen, I try to eat healthy. But I do eat fat every once in a while. And if I'm fat, it's because I recognize why. You know, like I work out. I try to eat healthy. I mean, I try. But in reality, that's not that's not reality. Sometimes I don't work out. Sometimes I do eat fat. And for a day or two. And it really sets you back. It really does. Like, you'll have good progress. If you eat healthy, I'm not shitting you. Like, three, two times a day. No other snacks or fucking fatty foods and you work out religiously every day you can lose weight and then when you fall off the wagon it sets you back like two three weeks that's a reality for me at least i mean if i have like a cheat day like i'll drink heavily and then i'll eat some shitty food and then that'll set me up like three four pounds up and it'll take weeks to get that shit off weeks so i can't imagine if you're like 600 pounds or whatever like that and you're trying to eat healthy and shit, you know. You you eat healthy for about a month or two and you're good. 
but you only lost like 20, 30 pounds or 40 pounds or maybe even 100. And then you have a cheat day. I mean, fuck, dude. The amount you can eat. Because I can eat a lot. Like, like I try to eat healthy daily, but that just doesn't happen. And but if, even if I eat healthy for like months, you know, and I have a like a like a cheat day, I call it. Even though you're not supposed to, it should be a cheat meal. I can consume exa- exactly the same amount of food, if not more, as in my heyday of being fat. That's the way it is. It's an amazing thing. So I can't like this is me. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm pretty sure if you're eating like 32 cheeseburgers and you eat healthy for about six months, I'm pretty sure you could put away a lot of cheeseburgers, like 16, and think to yourself, "Oh man, look, I've gotten so much better." You you have and you haven't. <laughs> a pound of food's a pound of food. <laughs> um. Anyways, so Bill Mayer is talking about eating shitty, and he's right. Eating shitty is a bad thing, and he says we should bring back fat shaming. Now, I never am a fan of that. You know, shame is a good thing. It's a good weapon, isn't it? But it, it's not. It's, it's, it should be frowned upon, but it does work as a human being. Shame is a thing that can motivate you more than, say, positive motivation. I think that although true we shouldn't move in that direction we should always move to positivity forever until it's genetically in our in our genes like for millions of years but for for millions of years all we've ever done is shame each other i mean you just look at history that's all we've scarlet letter everything is about shame you know the religion itself you know don't fucking do that or you're going to hell well that's actually fear of punishment but also shame like oh you're a whore you know that kind of thing. You fucked around. You're a whore. Shame is a is a real powerful motivator, and it does work. It's like uh like our monkey lizard senses, like work with shame. Just like smell is one of our most primary uh, senses. Man, shame is like our primary motivators. You know that in death. But um, like I remember they did the study, or something like that. Was it was it a study? I can't remember what it was. I remember reading about it. It was um, in Texas or something like that. There was a drought, and they were trying to make it so that people wouldn't um, water their grass. And you could tell who's watered their grass and who hasn't, obviously. I mean, if if you're in a drought and someone's house's grass is green, well, they're fucking cheating. And they would raise the rates. They did the, they did all sorts of shit. They punished people, you know, fined them. They would, they would give them money or not give them money um, – raise the prices on water and shit like that and and they put laws and all sorts of shit didn't fucking work not one bit then they started posting water usage everywhere like who's using the water usage and who's a piece of garbage for doing it in the drought even though you could see with the grass it was out there in words and bold writing who's like mrs robinson is using water she's a cunt you know shit like that they didn't say that but i mean it was like that and guess what it worked 90 percent of the time as in like there was like a 90 percent change in the sense that you could tell all the grass started turning brown there'd be like one person you know maybe one you know i have a thousand you know and that's how big of a change it was this just because they didn't want to be like the others they didn't want that shame and that's just the thing that works you know like i i can see it now like shame equal death you know like you're in the village you know many thousands of years ago you're in the village hunter gatherers and if a worker 
or a hunter was uh, garbage, you know, like shame-wise, he would be excommunicado. They'd kick him out of the village, and he would have to fend for himself and then die, you know? I mean, so shame and death are intrinsic, intrinsically, you know, linked, you know? It's a thing, you know? Shame and death. You know? I never really thought of it like that, but that's really what, what it is. It all leads to death in the end, right? Shame. And that, it's a powerful motivator. Now, he says bring back fat shaming. I disagree. Although, yes, it would have a positive benefit. You know, a lot of people be shamed. A lot of people kill themselves, too. But, um, and it probably would work better than trying to, like, motivate positively. It just doesn't work. Like, if you fucking try to be positive with a fucking kid, it just doesn't work, you know? And you should. Doesn't mean you shouldn't stop. It's like saying, you know, like, if we just killed the bad element of things, you know... The good element will rise, you know, and then um, you you could say that and you can do that, but uh, that's you don't want to be like that, you know. We should always aspire to be better than we were yesterday, as I always say. You gotta, if it's a thing in which shame really does work, then you shouldn't try it. Just like being lazy, lazy is really easy, you know. You shouldn't be lazy, you know. Like that's that's the that's the trick of life is seek the hard seek what's more difficult and winning that way is the best is it, it what's better beating a game on the hardest setting or beating a game on the easiest setting of course beating on the hardest setting because once you beat it you did that you know and that can be taken away from you Help motivating somebody positively may not work but when it does work isn't it much better than shaming somebody i don't know i mean living a hard life and creating something awesome that's usually what creates most awesome people is living a hard life but wouldn't it be better if you could just raise a person with a positive life and then they just become positive i think that would be a good thing and i think that's something to aspire to and now this is there's caveats to every fucking thing i'm saying but uh i think bill mayer is wrong in the in the in the in this sense of saying that we should fat shame i just don't i mean maybe he's just saying that just to say it i don't know but um he said that shit, right? And um, this one fat guy, he's not that fat, but he is fat. You know, um, he's like, you shouldn't do this. And he got on his high horse. He's pretty woke. And he's like, yeah, you shouldn't shame people. He's right. But, you know, it's not that people, you know, eat too much. He's fucking wrong. It is because people eat too much. Then he cited this fucking scientific article. Look, motherfucker, you can quote any science article on the fucking earth you have a earth you know there's a billion people trust me there's a science article to forward your narrative any day on all every day there's probably an article right now saying how rape is good you know I, i'm pretty confident that you can find an article where eating f you're just genetically fat it's true there are people who just the fucking genetics man they just have they started they started at like if there was a hundred meter dash they started 200 meters ago you know so they got to run just as much more but that's just the way it is but that that is a select few that's not everybody most people that are fat are because they eat too much and for a guy who has a a, a public platform promoting oh yeah there's science that says that you could just be fat because of your genetics is real bad for you it's super bad it, it, it creates a, a false narrative. You don't fucking know that. Yeah, I mean, you could say that it is genetics, but 
if you give it the good college try of eating healthy, I mean, sometimes maybe you have to work harder than others. And that just, that's just the way it is, just like my life. Sometimes you just got to work harder at, at trying to be positive, you know? It just sucks. You know, you can be beaten and raped all day and every day. But if you let that be the story of you, that doesn't mean it has to be. You just had, you just started at a, like a, a further back in the day race you know and you just have to run just harder and that's just the way it is same thing if you're fat if you're genetically just you know fat you know maybe you just have to work harder you know some people get raped other people just get fat you know it doesn't mean that's the story of you just give up oh yeah just accept myself just live my truth no don't don't live your truth <laughs> live a better life than you were before you know move forward i think of being fat and being all depressed and shit and negative, you know, these are all things that happen to a person or people. And if you, you can't just let that shit hold you down, you know. And when a guy, like, it's, it's, it's shitty that a guy like that could promote that. Oh, yeah, the science article says this, you know. I mean, I wonder if there, there's a case for a fucking famous person promoting. Some people are just depressed and that's the way it should be. So you should live depressed. No, fucking work out. Eat. Eat healthy do that meditate fucking get there fucking get after it you know watch david goggins man he's getting after it motherfucker was fat drank a milkshake couldn't run a mile look at him beast fucking mo david goggins there you go there's a lot of people out there that are like a beacon for human uh perseverance human will human motivation i don't know but this is this. I, I mean, t to promote like a science article saying, yeah, 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 you know, there's a there's a chance you could just be no, fuck you, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. I do not know why there's a narrative right now pushing fat and laziness. Live your truth. Listen, fat's bad. You know, I'm fat, and I work out. And at the end of the day, if I'm still fat when I die, at least I tried. You know, I'm not going to ever let it be a thing where oh, I should just live my truth and just no. You should always try to improve yourself. Always. Forever. Forever and ever until you die. And what was it all for? Well, you know, at the end of the life, you could say, hey, what did I do? Well, I was lazy and I was fat. And I gave up a bunch. No. You want to say I was fat? I wasn't lazy. But I was fat. <laughs> at least I tried while other people did it, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Bill Mayer, if, if anything, you should shit on the fat shaming. That's something you should never aspire to. And that's nothing we should ever promote. I mean, even though it does probably work, doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> I mean, a lot of life is, it's hard, and it doesn't really work, but it doesn't mean you should stop. Cause sometimes working out just doesn't work, and you're just going to be fat. Just like depressed sometimes you're just depressed and no matter how much you meditate and how much you work out you're just going to be depressed but don't ever give up trying that's what life is you sorry bro or sister your life was about trying not living and maybe through that you can live by trying ha! fortune cookie all right that's done let's talk about this other thing shane and matt shane and matt have a podcast called Shane and Matt's Secret Podcast. And Shane, which I'll explain later in one of my car thoughts, is an SNL guy. Well, I know. He's funny enough to be on SNL, but because he has a podcast, in a two-hour podcast, or one hour and a half, he'll say a thing 
in there and you clipped it out and you turned it into a racist thing so he got fired so i in the car thought was thinking it was one asian thing but i, I was wrong i uh, it was actually a year ago that this guy made this podcast and i, I go into detail in, in the car thoughts about something else he does but this is i'm just just letting you know okay so check it out so shane and matt secret podcast my favorite podcast on earth let me just make that clear. <laughs> I mean, I like Joe Rogan. I like a lot of the podcasts. But when it comes to comedy, these fucking guys are hilarious. It's good. It's good. Anyways, so he says in a sentence in the podcast, he goes, um, yeah, Chinese food is terrible, blah, 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 blah. Then he goes, what, uh, what's with the – I wonder how Chinatown happened. Did some white guy go – build a chinese place or saw ugly building and said and he, he goes said something to the effect of you know that's where the chinks are and da, 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 da. so basically he he makes a joke in the podcast about how a for a white guy or chinese guy i can't remember what says the word chink but because he says the word chink it's a thing in which you're racist because you said the word chink i'm asian man i, I feel you I'm not Chinese, but I'm a different kind of Asian. I get this, man. I understand, you know, uh, what he was trying to get at. He was like, this guy said this. He was doing a impersonation of a guy. Now, I mean, I guess that sucks, man. I guess you can't impersonate people. And then the people are just too woke. And then, like, the comments I heard were, he's so racist. I can't believe he said that and shit like that. And he was making a joke, you know. And they're like, it wasn't very funny. Well, listen to the entire podcast. Things... Things link up into creating a joke when you listen to a podcast. You have to have give it context to get to it. Like if I watched uh, Independence Day and I have only seen one part where Will Smith punches the alien and says, Welcome to Earth. And then I could say that movie wasn't that great because I only saw that one part. And um, no, I'm not. If I'm woke, I don't even understand that concept. I just saw that one part, and I'm like, "This movie sucks." Why would Why would you punch an alien? And that, that that's the whole of the movie, right? But it's two and a half hours of awesomeness, you know. That's Independence Day. What's another movie out there that's pretty popular? Or not popular? Well, how about Dances with Wolves? You know, that's a pretty good movie. Won a bunch of Oscars. I like it. But if I just watch the part where he's running with the wolf and that's it, and I'm like, that's it? That's the movie? Fuck this movie. I mean, you have to have instances of beginning, middle, and end. In a podcast, it's kind of like that. I mean, shit leads into it. It would have been stupid if he, if the podcast started, you're an asshole, and then it ended. That doesn't make much sense. It, <laughs> there's no context to it. And you think that you understand the context because of the one sentence or the two sentences that were said. But if it's two hours and you're only hearing a, like a two-minute clip, then you're not understanding the context of the fucking podcast. That's all. That's that's my big beef, really. I mean, I always tell people try to listen to the whole thing, you know, but that's never going to happen. All right, my last thought before I, I pound in some car thoughts is vape vape the nation so the weird thing now is like they got like six people who die from uh, vape and you're like whoa that's a lot of people but is it because vape's been around for a while more than like four or five years maybe even longer than that it, it's 2019 
of September. So how many, give me a second here, many people have died from cigarettes? All right. It's weird that there was only, yeah, that's funny. As of 2018, 2018, not this year, 480,000 people. Vape, six out of the many years that it's been, you know, out. The thing is, like, so what does that mean? Like, for every six years, six people die or something new happened? Well, the some of the cases in particular were idiots. And other people in particular were illegal vape, not actual vape. So there's thing there's... There's vape out there that you can get that are illegal. They're not like FDA approved. They're not made right. So they're defaulty. So you just get some like things in you and it becomes poisonous. I mean, that could happen with any cigarette, really. You know, by lace the cigarette, cigarettes in the world need to be, you know, excommunicado. They need to get go away forever. No. But I don't understand this narrative of we need to get rid of vape. But there's a lot of people getting rid of vape. They're like, they're they're going they're marketing towards kids and uh, people are dying and I'm like wait what about cigarettes though those are marketed towards kids too you know they're cool kids do them they're not supposed to but they do I mean how is it that we as a people made this stupid rationale of let's get rid of vape over cigarettes and who's who's even pushing this behind the, the scenes? I mean, I don't, is this some kind of a mass hysteria? It just goes to show you that like people as a whole can be dumb, like a group of people. And, like you, I read the comments and shit like that, and I, I see I see people legitimately being dumb. Yeah, let's get the vape off the street. I'm like, what about cigarettes? It's the same fucking thing. You inhale it, <laughs> and you die. You know? I mean, eventually, four hundred eighty thousand people isn't that many people either. You have three hundred million people in america so that's not that's just a that's nothing but people are dying so your numbers are 480,000 people six as of now no not like over time over a couple of months and there's some big campaign for this it could be election season and it's just a new thing to garnish more politics regarding stuff but it's just fucking retarded i can't think of why and who is pushing this narrative it does feel like there's a person or a group of people pushing this narrative that doesn't make sense at all but people are pretty dumb I, I don't know I met some smart people but can they organize at that level to get mass hysteria on people on vape I don't know hmm <laughs> and like it can't be the cigarette companies they own vape you know it's it's a mechanism like if you have nicotine patches or nic like gum, they own that too. You know, they own the whole fucking thing, even vaping. So it can't be the cigarette companies that are anti-vape. That'd be kind of stupid. Is it is it a thing where they own both Coke and Pepsi and they're like, hey, let's make Pepsi bad so people buy more Coke and vice versa. Like who's pushing this narrative of vape being bad? I mean, like if people want to vape, that's cool if you want to smoke cigarette that's cool too you're both gonna die i mean it's the same fucking thing except less people die on vape than you do cigarettes so what the fuck what the fuck is going on here who's pushing this 
maybe people just human society just kind of falls in these pitfalls where they just shit on something that just makes no apparent sense let me think if we were fucking villagers and then we got hunters and gatherers we'd be mad at the the one lion who what killed our entire tribe or the lizard who killed that one kid and we were like let's focus in on this lizard Arr, lizard Arr. what about the lion that's gonna come and kill all of us nah it's all about that lizard maybe maybe that's a thing i don't know maybe people just evolved in that way it just doesn't make sense from my point of view i don't understand it why would you want to be so shitty about vape over cigarettes i don't really have much in the tank when it comes to vape and cigarettes i just think it's ridiculous i don't do either so it's not like I have a dog in the fight. I just see the two things and I'm like, what the fuck? Why are we all about vape over cigarettes? If you want to get rid of something that's truly killing people, get rid of cigarettes. Let people vape. <laughs> I'd rather have six people die than 480,000. I don't know. And it's such an staggering amount, too. It's not like just like by a little. You know, six people died versus 12. It's hundreds of thousands <laughs> over, over a single digit number. You know, I, it, and it's the same mechanism too. Like you're still inhaling it. One just so happens to be water vapor and the other one has to be carcinogens and, and things like that. Like way worse. <laughs> you know, one, one is something you can drink. The other one you can't, you know, like I, there's so many ways to crack this shell, but for some reason people just often thought, you know what? Fuck this stuff. <laughs> well, that's all I got for you guys. Uh, we're going to do some car thoughts. I've had over over the last couple weeks, and then uh, that's where we got. Okay. All right. More car thoughts with thoughts and cars stuff. I uh, just recently watched uh, Dave Chappelle's new special called Sticks and Stones. Now, I didn't know what to expect with this. I just knew that I would like it. I watched this fucking special like twice how much I liked it. I'm biased. I really like Dave Chappelle. I like what he puts out there. He's really cool. Some of the comedy he says is like brilliant. Uh, but this one, Sticks and Stones, that's a good name because uh, it's all about him talking about <clears throat> comedy in general, words that are said that for some reason hurts people, makes them mad, you know. And... I guess sticks and stones is kind of like a like a metaphor for you know like sticks and stones won't hurt me you know or something like sticks and stones will break my bones but words will never hurt me kind of thing and um, he he goes on like these uh, these little spiels about how you know people get offended easily and things like that I think he should have called this burn the house down if he makes another special that goes harder in the paint than this one he should call it burn the house down because he does everything you're not supposed to do nowadays. He talks about gay people. He talk that's like the most protected classes of classes, you know. And uh, he he talks about transgender people, and they're pretty protected. He talks about uh, Ch uh, Michael Jackson not being a child molester or whatever, you know. <laughs> uh, he talks about. What else does he talk about? He talks about, uh, let's see, John Liston, fucking ju uh, Juicy Smollett. He calls him Juicy Smollett, but it's Jesse Smollett. He talks about that guy. Uh, 
what else? He talks about uh, drug, the opiate addiction thing. It's it's just insane. And but a lot of shit that he says kind of rings true. It's like uh, that's like the true essence of comedy. Really, is to like pull out some shit that you didn't re- like you knew, but you didn't know, and. Because you realized you knew this the whole time, that's what makes it comical. I think that's some of the best comedy out there. Most comedy is more like making fun of people or doing something like that. But the best comedy is always something underlying that you didn't really know about, but you did. And then when it's brought to light, you're like, oh shit, yeah, that is pretty funny. You know, so... In, in depth about this, he, he goes on about... There's like one, one bit he does where he's doing a skit. And this I think this is the most famous of the entire show. The, 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 I would call it the, most, the highlighted thing. Like if you were to say the top five moments, this would be the number one moment. Is when he's talking about um, you can't make fun of the alphabet people. And that was an intense accusation to even call them that. So you got your LGBTQRSTUV, all that. And... Um, you can't make fun of him. And he's right. You can't. Like, if you if you say anything, you're homophobic or transphobic or bisexual phobic or whatever the fuck, right? And he make, he says you can't make fun of him. And he goes, because in his, um, in his show, the Dave Chappelle show, which is legendary, uh, he, um, he, what did, he said that he would, he, they, they pulled him in because he, he had a bit where he says the F word. And the F word we're saying rhymes with, Daggett, but put the F instead of the D, you got your word. He uses that derogatory word. I can't use it because I'm not famous enough or not famous enough. I just don't want to get killed. You know? <laughs> I am fearful. I'm going to admit that right there. But uh, he says that word loud, like in your face. He goes, I said, eh. And then uh, they, and he gets pulled into an office or something like that. They go, hey, look. You can't say that. And he goes, why is it I could say the N-word, but I can't say this? And he goes, well, because you're not gay. And then he looks at her and he goes, well, I can't, well I'm not a, the N-word, you know? When the N-word, you know what I mean. It's like ninja, but not really. <laughs> and um, he's right to an, an extent. I mean, like, he's not, the definition of word, an ignorant, uh, and gay people aren't actually, you know, the derogatory of that so how is it that in one instance he can use a derogatory but he can't use another derogatory i mean you could argue that you have to be that thing then you can use the derogatory of that thing you could say that so that kind of defeats his point but i mean it just illustrates a point he was like he brings it back to it's because of white people That's his that's his narrative most times. And it's a pretty good narrative. I'm not gonna lie. I don't wanna argue it or anything, but it's because white people are gay and therefore and then but they're the ones who are getting attacked nowadays. So I don't know what his deal is. But he goes, It's because white people are gay and then they're because of that, they they're protected because they took over it, you know, and I was like, ah shit, that sucks. And he goes, uh, what else did he, he link uh, white people? He goes, this is how you, the gun control could be solved. Just uh, every black person register for a gun, then they'll change that law real quick. And I, that's hilarious. But in essence, you think to yourself, I wonder if that's true. If all the black people in America just 
registered for guns and shit, would it be a thing in which they were like, oh, we got to stop these guns, and then we're going to change the law now? I mean, like, it's 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 funny because, like, um, I took a deeper dive on Dave Chappelle, meaning, uh, you know, YouTube videos and such. There's actually, he has a lot of conspiracy theories on, on black men, you know, being attacked in society. And, you know, I mean, like, if you follow, if you drink his Kool-Aid, you know, it's, it's shit, man. It's kind of hard to dispute. He also goes on further to talk about Jesse Smollett, you know, how, like, fake it was, you know. And I thought that was pretty cool. I'm just surprised he got away with what he did. There's a lot of people. Now, this is where I, this is where I, like, get mad about. You, 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 you create this intellectual trap of yours where you say, yeah, this isn't funny at all bullshit it's not funny that shit was funny <laughs> i mean like it's one thing to say it's funny but I, I i feel disrespected or anything like that you know it's a common thing in in in, in this world now if a comedian says something in, in a comedian's comedic setting like if he's at your home and he just calls you the f word or whatever or the n word yeah that's one thing but if he's doing a show in which he's doing comedy, you have to then be offended and then try to tear his house down. That's what you got to do. And, um, I mean, that's wrong, right? Like, you don't watch, like, a, a, a movie and then say, oh, you know, Robert De Niro is a bad guy, so therefore I got to tear his house down. No, you, you can watch a movie where they depict murder or rape. And you could just say, oh, I, I'm triggered because I was raped or I knew someone who was murdered. And you could just stop watching the movie. But do you tear the movie down? No. But for some reason, comedians, they, they mention a word and you're fucking triggered about it. Like, oh, he said rape. Therefore, I'm triggered. Yeah, automatically, that's a no pass. But a movie can have murder, rape, all this shit, all the triggering things. And you're not trying to tear out down the house. Is it because it's a production or whatever? No, it's just because people just decided one day, yeah, you know what? Comedians, when they say words, I have more power over them. It's all about power. That's all it is. You got a lot of people power tripping nowadays. And the light in all this darkness is Dave Chappelle, where he's like, you know what? I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want, and I'm not going to give zero fucks. And that's crazy. Now, although I think that's good in a breath of fresh air, and a lot of people can't really argue any of his points. They just kind of, like, get mad, don't want it. You know, that's their that that's the classic go-to move is to uh, shut everything down, censor, that kind of thing. And that's all they got, really. And it kind of fizzles out, you know. He got away with saying whatever the fuck he wants, and not no one's gonna take him down in that respect. I'm surprised too. No one's got anything better because everything he said had points, and to counter it would take brain power, which most people don't have. So it's easier just to put your e fingers in your ears and go no 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 no. That's what kids do, and that's what grown ups who haven't grown up do nowadays. They just kind of bitch and moan about random fucking things and if it's something they don't like they just stop watching it or they just say they try to censor it for everybody else you know so they that point of view cannot be addressed rather than defeating the point of view you just kind of just put your fingers in your ears and like no and then like can you imagine you know your kids just sitting around and somebody says something like, uh, if you eat your vegetables, it's good. And everyone's around you. No, no, no. Shut him up. Shut him up. That's what we have right now. 
That is our situation now. If you don't understand this, you're dumb. That's how that works out. <laughs> you're, you're too stupid to understand. He said some words. You can disagree with them. Yes. Trying to shut them down because you disagree with them. That's bad. Disagree with them. Yes. Try to try to counter his point. That's a good thing too. But trying to shut him down, that's that's just you just admit failure at that point. You know? Like if a person fucking came out and said that they're a fucking unicorn, do I argue that point? No, that's stupid of me to argue and or to engage. Because that's the way it is. And if this guy wants to shout on top of a mountain, why who am I to censor this guy? He wants to be a fucking unicorn, so fucking be it. I do not care. And to and to and to uh, try to censor a fucking person who says that—that's just ridiculous. Why do you care? So same thing with Dave Chappelle. He's yelling that he's a unicorn. You don't believe him? Fine. Don't watch his show. But don't try to censor him or try to tell other people that don't watch his show. I mean, if if other people say he says he's a unicorn, if other people are believing that he's a fucking unicorn, that's their bad. You know, if you really do think it's ridiculous. The danger, though, I, I see in in his um, his bolden in bolden way of speaking, and you know, just tearing it down, you know, just saying, you know, transgender and this, and you know, you know, f this and all that. Yeah, it's good from his point of view because he's earned that ability to say that because he's 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 well learned. I'll have to say that because he he says some shit where I'm like, what? Reads books and shit. He comes out with some good fucking poignant things to say, but he's earned that that ability to say that because if you were to ask him the questions of why do you think this? Why do you think that? He can actually argue his point. The problem with that is other people will hear what he says and spit, regurgitate what he says. And they don't, they haven't earned his point. They're like parrots, you know. A parrot doesn't really know how to talk. It just kind of copies whatever other people say. So you're going to be like saying these points without actually having anything to, to back it up with. And so what are you going to do? Unlike parrots, you're just going to say, well, actually, we can keep it with the parrot parody. The parrot will just say other shit that's just random and then making that idea convoluted. So he'll say something and it makes sense. And then somebody else will copy what he says and it will make sense at that point of view. But if you were to argue that person that they're a parrot, so they're going to regurgitate other shit that they think, you know, so it's just not going to work, you know. It, it might embolden people to get more Haiti, 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 say more hateful shit, you know, more racist shit, more, more sexist and homophobic shit. And I'm not, that's not a knock on him. I mean, it's, he's doing what he's doing, but I could see dangers in that, you know, for, for people to watch that shit and think, oh yeah, I should do it too. And because they haven't really learned anything or developed an ideology behind this, they're going to say some shit that's going to be wrong. Well, not wrong. They're going to say some shit where it's going to be like kind of right. But when you, you know, debate them, it's not going to sound right at all. This is going to be, I don't know, fucked, a fucked up version of it. <laughs> It'll make more racist people racist, you know. And that's what I, I, I worry about. Because there's a lot of points that he made were pretty good. And um, I get to see someone saying, oh, I could say transphobic things all day because it's offensive. And if you're offensive, you just suck it, you know, or some shit like that. You know, I get to see that going south. 
But that's not his fault. That's just people being stupid. In reality, it's all about people just being stupid. All because they reiterate someone else's stuff doesn't make that person bad. Like if I start quoting uh, Abraham Lincoln and uh, I start blowing up school buses or whatever, that doesn't mean that Abraham Lincoln is a bad dude. You know, it just means I, I was stupid doing things, you know, same thing with J Dave Chappelle. She, he said some fucking shit that was like, yes, but other people are going to copy him and say some shit and they're going to be dumb. You know, like I've, I've heard YouTube videos where people are like, yeah, and then he said this and they're like, yeah, fuck those guys. And I'm like, whoa easy now that's not what he said he said some good points what you said was copy some of the words he said and then added your own flavor which is wrong it's like he made an awesome steak and so in and by him making that awesome steak you go cook your steak and you added mustard to it for fucking reasons i don't even understand you know and i guess that's all right you gotta have the bad with the good and it's a good it's good special. I mean, he puts some good points out there, you know. What's well, another good point? He goes, he was talking about Kevin Hart and shit, and um, that was pretty cool. He goes, I'm gonna do an impersonation. I, I shouldn't really spoil it, but he does call out the call out culture, the the culture of, hey, you did this shit 20 years ago, therefore you're a piece of shit, you know, or some shit like that, you know. And then um, he talks about um, what's his name. Uh, what is that guy? Uh, the guy who jacks off. Uh, <laughs> he's the only one. The guy who jacks off in front of uh, a way, uh, people. What did he do? What's that? Louis C.K. This guy, he, he starts talking to these girls. They, they get all like lewd about things, right? It's talking sex talk to each other. They go to his hotel, his hotel room late at night while drinking. And he says, hey... You know, because he's got two girls in his hotel room and he's all in drinking. And he's like, hey, look, I want to masturbate in front of you. And they said yes. And then he goes and does it. Then it becomes a thing in which he's a piece of shit because he jacked off in front of these chicks and they felt guilty afterwards. And it's like, God damn, dude. You know, in a time back before the internet really was a thing, if a girl, <laughs> if you went with a girl and you were drinking and you go back to your place you know it's pretty much game on for you know whatever not rape but like hey yeah you know now if a girl just thought to herself you know at two in the morning we've been talking all this sex talk and what i mean is like hey you want to fuck me you know shit like that some hard shit and you say all these words and then like you decided you know hey i'm gonna go on a limb and say some shit like let's do this let's do that and you do, and then later on the next day, it's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Regret. Regret becomes a thing in which, you know, you, you, you go, oh, man, because I did this, therefore you're a bad guy, you know? Ah, Jesus Christ. I've, I've, I've had some sex with some ugly people, and I've, I've regretted it, you know? But I never said that, like, oh, yeah, I was fucking molested or some shit. I've made some bad choices in my time in the sense of, like, I really shouldn't have got with this person. Oh, man, I'm fucking paying for it now. You know, like, that that's just the way it is, you know? And um, I never thought, you know, let me go back in time and fucking get this person. I thought, Shh, fuck, I, I learned my lesson, you know? But that's not the world we live in anymore. We live in a fucking weird-ass world where there is no forgiveness. Everyone has to judge everybody. And um, 
driving really fast. Mm. All right, and then you got, you know, oh shit. <laughs> everybody hates everybody. We just look for the like the most painful fucking things, keep talking about it. We don't look about the good in the world, you know. You know, generally your life is pretty good most times. I, I'm not everybody, but most people. I mean, if you're living in America at least, you know, your life is pretty fucking good. You got food, you got shelter. I mean, most times, you know, if you listen to this podcast, I mean, it it stands to reason. But um, most people don't see the world like that. They're like, this world's shit and everything like that. I get like that too. I'm like, ah, fuck this world, you know. But uh, that's not the reality of things. I mean, if you take a perspective of the things you have and the things you do, you know, it's not like you're getting sodomized every day. There are people probably that's, that's probably happening, not by choice, you know. Uh, I hate to end it on sodomy, but I mean, like, seriously, that Dave Chappelle show was fucking great. Sticks and Stones. It's a good name. It's a good name. Uh, it also should be AKA Burn the Fucking House Down. You know, he said all this shit. I want him to go harder in the paint next time. Uh, I can't wait for his next special. If I was him, that's, that's the special to retire on. I'm not going to lie. I mean, like, he came out with that shit. Boom. Dropped the mic. Walked away. The woke culture. He pushed back hard. I can hardly wait for more, but I don't think that's going to happen. We're going we're gonna to end up being conservative again. Letting it get too politically correct leads into more conservatism, you know. That's not a good thing. I don't think so. Alright. That's it for that thought. So, here's a continuation of some, some car thoughts. Um, Alright. So, I was reading the news. And they... Um, there's some people in the news. It's always liberal websites. This is where I come from. The methodology that left will eat left. The whole, I want to cancel things just because, the whole, I don't like it just because of one word or blanket statements all around. You're a piece of shit because you said this, so that's the whole of you. That whole thought process, which it mostly encompasses the left, the lack of ability of nuance, all that, is, is, is a terrible way to be. Because eventually, you're just going to end up eating each other, you know? You first you're like grouped up together hating, I hate anti-gay people, you're like, cool. So you're all together, they're like, I hate people that are racist, cool. Then it gets to be, I hate you because you're racist. I'm not racist, you're homophobic. I'm not homophobic, you're transphobist. You just start hating each other, so you start losing your group because you, you, if whenever you unite over hate is never a good thing. Uniting over love means understanding. That's just another way of loving, is to understand. If you don't like something, it's best to forgive, it's best to understand, it's best to, like, just let it go, you know? Of course, there's, like, caveats to that, but we're not talking about that. We're just talking in general, you got that guy who's racist against Koreans, you don't fucking shit on that guy. You just, like, he doesn't like Koreans, that's fucked up, but that's not how I do. That's how you should be about. Not, I hate him too. And then everybody else groups up together. We all hate this fucking guy. Meanwhile, he's probably at a soup kitchen feeding the homeless or some shit like that. So, like, people are nuanced. They they could do a shitty thing, 
but do more good things than not and and vice versa you could totally be an awesome person but you just so happen to kill children in your spare time i mean people are weird like that and um this whole methodology thought process of ah yeah fucking i hate this uh, everything's racist everything is this you know it's absolutes when you're dealing with absolutes you're all fucked up in the head and this whole left versus left is is ridiculous it's fucking retarded so andrew yang presidential candidate 2020 um he says this thing one of his uh things that he says is uh i just said the same thing but backwards kind of is that he's an asian guy who's good at math now he also says yeah i'm i'm asian i'm good at math he says that he says different variations of this and one of the stereotypes of asians is that they're good at math now is that a bad thing that's a weird thing i, I remember talking about that the other not the other day in one of these podcasts about good racism as in you know black people they're good at sports or some shit like that is that racist it is kind of right because you're saying that this race is really good at something meaning that because you're this you're that you know and then that ergo you know racist you know or you say asians are good at math or you get to say I don't know. I don't know what other stereotypes are there. Jewish people, they're good at money, I guess. I don't know. But um, there's that, you know. And then you get these stereotypes out there. There's bad stereotypes, but can there be good stereotypes? You know, what? how bad is it to be good at math? Why is that a bad thing? And so the left being what they are, and several news, news outlets who are, you know, left-leaning, they just can't. They're so hungry to destroy that they have to destroy this guy and they're like ah shit man you're just promoting this toxic racism of of asian people liking math well for one thing he's asian for another thing he is good at math if you hear him talk his whole fucking platform is math oriented it's math based he's like if we do this at one percent and do this and trillions of dollars this he, he's really good at math he even says he's good at math so, because he's, it's the racist thing that, it, it, I don't know, man, these left people, man, it, it's just a weird thing, you know, it's like, it feels like they're the racist people, it feels like they're the ones who are bad, for even mentioning, even suggesting that he's racist for his own, he's Asian, that's what he is, he really is good at math, that's what he is, I mean, like, if you did some science, probably statistically, that could be a true thing and because because the left deals with in most cases deals with emotions and illogical ways of thinking you know just it, it's a weird thing you know they, they i don't i don't know and that that's not every left person it's just that that whole ideology of calling something racist or i hate this hate hate hate, hate you know nothing but hate just creates this whole this foundation of stupidity you know it just whenever you just start hating on things without trying to talk to it or understand it anytime you try to shout something out you just create this whole level of stupidity that just creates more stupidity it just keeps growing and and, and it becomes like the solid putrid hate because they've created such a strong base 
they can't even let this Asian guy be president because they have deemed him racist for being too good at math, you know? You're promoting these social norms. This is, these are just headlines I was reading. You're promoting these social um, injustices of, of toxic Asian-ness by saying that, you know, they're, they're, we're good at math, you know, that puts some kind of precedent. You know, and I could see an argument for that math being bad, meaning if you're Asian and you're not good at math, well, that's what you're supposed to be good at. So why the fuck? You know, that's that's just stupid. That's just you're just fighting to hate something. And that's what and that's what this is, you know, and I fully understand it. You know, I get it. You know, I, I get I get what they're saying. But they're just too close to the subject matter. They're just so close. Just let the guy have his math. I mean, it's, it sucks that he's Asian, you know? But that might work for him. But the very fucking thing you want is diversity. Let this guy be president, you know? Let him let him be good at math. <laughs> Even if he's Asian, you know? I mean, fuck, man. Obama was playing basketball. I didn't see the visceral hate for that, you know? This is like... Yeah, it's like Asian... Okay, so you got white people. It's okay to hate them. And in, and now it's it's a weird thing that it's okay to hate Asian people just to push your agenda. But, but if I want to hate on a white person, I can use Asian people. So it's like Asians are even getting used in derogatory ways, you know? We, we fucking can't be... You can't be president. Can't be good at math. But if white person's making fun of him, how fucking dare you, white guy? You said the the chink word or something like that. Something something stupid. That's not even that much of a slam, you know? It's like, yo, you made fun of Asian people. Ah, and now we uh, shit on Asian people themselves because they're good at math, you know? I mean, like, it's not even that they are. He doesn't even say, I'm Asian. And as we know, Asians are good at math. He never said that. He just said he was Asian and he's good at math. I, I thought that was clicking in my head just now. And I was like, fucking man, dude. These fucking people who who shit on other people. Who just like hear like a, a clip of something. Or a couple of words. Jump to these conclusions. I wish they can see themselves the way I see them. I mean, it's not like as in I want them dead or anything like that. I want them to see the ways in which they're thinking. Like, you can't just take a word out of a sentence. Well, he said Nazi, therefore he is a Nazi. No, he said Nazis were bad or some shit like that. You can't just take a word out of something and just and decide that's what the sentence is. As well as, let's expand it, a sentence out of a paragraph. A paragraph out of a book or a chapter, you know, a chapter out of a book, you know, like, I mean, there's, there's, there's levels to when people are talking, there's levels to, to what they're saying, there's levels to a person themselves and to just focus in, hyper focus into like one aspect of what they're saying or what they're doing and that's the whole of who they are and it sucks too because they themselves, those people, those individuals who just hear a word and say, oh, that's who they are or hear a sentence, that's the whole of they are they see them do something oh, I can't believe that fucking guy did that so obviously he's this you know, 
that individual person who thinks that way probably has done something themselves that would be if they were looking outside like it say there's two bobs identical and say bob hears about other bob and hears that he did this one thing and it was like fuck that guy but they're the same fucking guy you know like i'm pretty sure if you like say it's a mario lopez and say in mario lopez's life he said something shitty right but then it comes back at him. Say he forgot. And you say, hey, this guy said this. Mario Lopez will, will then say, oh, that guy's a piece of shit. I'll I'm just, I just used Mario Lopez. I, he was on top of my head right now. He says, oh, that guy's a piece of shit. And I'm like, actually, that's you. You're the one who said that. Oh, well, shit. I, I must have, you know, I, I, I didn't know what I was thinking when I said it. Uh, you know, I mean, like, individually, these people who shit on other people, trust me, if we look at your fucking life, we will find something to hate on. That's everybody. That's why it's not good to judge. There's wisdom in this whole Bible bullshit, you know? I don't, I'm not saying be with one with God or anything. I'm just saying there's like, don't judge others unless you want to be judged yourself. I mean, like, literally every single fucking person, it, there's something up, you know? Something is wrong in the sense that if you wanted to, you could shit on this person. And every single one of those guys, or girls, or both, or whatever you want to call them, you say, hey, yeah, the Andrew Yang is promoting racism. Oh, because he says Asians are good at math. One, he didn't say that. Two, he is good at math. And yes, he is Asian. I'm pretty sure that very fucking person who said that, there is something racist I can find. That is in the same vein as what they're saying you know that's that's how sure I am I'm pretty sure I can find other things and say oh this person's a piece of shit because they didn't donate money to this homeless person they were passing by or they didn't do this they didn't do that they 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 once said this word anything anything you could find anything and every single individual that if you wanted to could see that they're racist from their own metric, you know? Oh, you said the word Nazi. Obviously, you're Nazis because Nazis say Nazi or some shit like that. And it sounds stupid. It sounds like, oh, you just, you just, you just, you just blow it out of proportion. Fuck you. You're blowing it out of proportion. You who thinks that Andrew Yang is saying that he's good at math and therefore he is racist or he's promoting this toxic way of thinking he's not promoting a fucking thing other than he's good at math and uh, shit be afraid of that be afraid of the fact that he's good at math that's what that was the whole thing he was all about he was like yeah donald trump he's afraid of me because i'm asian and i'm good at math you know or you know there's two things i represent being I'm like the opposite of Donald Trump. I'm Asian and I'm good at math. Or some bullshit like that. It's true. He is not Donald Trump. He is not white. He is Asian. And he's good at math. I think, I really do think I've hammered this point home. And most people should tend to agree with me. But those pieces of shit who write these fucking articles that shit on Asian people. And they think they could get away with it. It's fucking racist. It's because you think you can get away with it. Not only are you using Asian people to forge your agenda to call other people racist, 
Now you're fucking shitting on an Asian person because he says he's good at something. It's, it's fucking offensive. It is. You know, I mean, like, the Asian, and the Asian community that fucking, that wants to, you know, garnish that whole, hey, I'm a victim too. I'm a victim. This fucking guy is making us more victim. Fucking stop it. Stop being a victim. Stop being garbage people. And say, oh, woe was me. The world's so hard. Now, if you're in a fucking country in which you won't get ahead in life because that's the way it is, that sucks. But in America, you're Asian, man. You, you can make it. You can fucking make it. You just need to stop thinking like, ah, shit, man, the man's got me down. That's retarded. No, that's not happening. That's not a fucking thing. And if you're fucking good at math, you're good at math. You're good at sports, you're good at sports. And if you happen to be the very nationality that is part of that stereotype in a good way, then fucking just own it, man. Just fucking be good at math or sports or whatever the fuck. Now, if it's derogatory, yeah, let's fucking talk about it. Let's, let's be shitty about it. But yeah, man, you can tell me I'm good at math. Fuck you. I don't care. That's the best. I'm good at math. Great. Ah. Ah. This makes me mad. And it, it and to, to vir, virtue signal, I am such a good person because I shat on Andrew Yang. Motherfucker, he Asian. You racist. <laughs> I'm not racist. He is racist. Is he? Is he? All right. That's all right, everybody. This is a thought that I had that fucking get out because I'm angry. <laughs> so I was listening to a recent podcast of Joe Rogan Experience. It's uh, episode thirteen fifty with some guy named. Uh, give me a second. Let's see if I can get his name. Nick. Nick. Bostrom. Nick Bostrom. Now Nick Bostrom. Um, he's a pretty smart guy. Came up with a lot of things. One thing in particular came up with simulation theory. Now, I've talked about this in my other podcast, simulation theory. And um, it's a pretty easy concept to understand. It's kind of mind-blowing. It, it, it mind-blows a lot of people. In fact, I don't think people can understand it in that well. And I, I wanted to endeavor to explain it. But I was pretty mad listening to Joe Rogan try to understand it. You know, it's like, I don't know if he smokes too much pot. I don't know. He's pretty smart, but for some reason he was stuck. So let me explain simulation theory and then we'll go from what the fuck was going on. So in one possibility, we come, we become advanced to the point where we make a simulation of our reality, meaning a video game or a, a thing that's like this, but it's inside of a computer or whatever. And it's so real, you can't tell the difference. And in that simulation, it's so real that it's like life, like from beginning to end. And in that simulation, they create a simulation of life. They become so advanced that they do the same thing. And so on and so forth. This keeps going on for infinity because if we're at the level where we can create a simulation identical to our own or if better it will create a by probability and that's the word that kept hanging him up probability 
you got if you keep advancing eventually you'll get to a point unless there's something that comes to be where this won't happen but if you're able to create a simulation that is exactly exactly like ours if not better then and it, it's like this you just created a universe where everything's happening exactly beat for beat that simulation would then create another simulation because if it's exact it will do exactly what you did and A creates a simulation. And if it creates exactly the same simulation, because that's how good you were when you created the first one, A'd create one, and A'd create one, and it's infinity. If that is the... If, you, if you're arguing for simulation theory, that is it. One, one time, everything's real. It creates a simulation of the, a copy of itself. And that copy begets another copy and then copy. There's only one time in which there's reality, if you're believing in this shit. And then millions of other realities, each one questioning if it's the real reality or not. But there's only one time where you created it. And that's it. The other side of this is we don't create one of these things. That's your simulation theory in a nutshell. You either, we never create something like that, we never get advanced to a point where we create a reality like that, or we do. We're able to create a reality that is undistinguishable from the, from the base reality. Base reality, prime reality, whatever you want to call it. The reality in which it makes the first simulator reality. Because it's not simulated reality unless it makes exactly the same. Then it's somewhat reality. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about exact beat for beat. Because that's the only way it would be an exact reality. If, you, if it can make itself. And because of that, if you believe in this nonsense, it's either one reality in which you and I are real. The rest is infinity we are in simulated reality. And let's say it's not infinity. Say it's 100 realities. I, we're in the base reality. Right now, I invented an, a, the exact same reality. And in that reality, it did the same exact thing and so on and so forth 100 times. There's only one me, and that's, that's my odds. There's only one of me and then 99 other Kevins that keep creating these realities. Each one thinking they're the right one, but there's only one time when they're not. Joe Rogan, for fucking reasons I can't understand, gets gets confused by this. He keeps basing everything. He says, he says, well, what about, there's no evidence of it, and da-da-da-da-da-da. See, that's the point. There's not supposed to be, if you believe in it. There's only one, there's only two choices here. I think the reason, the doctor coming up with shit... He what he did was he created too many choices and because of that it confused him and I think with people that can't understand certain things you really gotta simplify things in one reality we do not create a simulation and another reality we do create a simulation identical to the one that was created that's the only two possibilities. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking about a reality where we create somewhat of a reality. Or kind of. We're talking exact. If not better. I always say if not better because if it's better, then it, it still stands to reason it could create the same thing. 
And he kept saying, I don't get it. And you just got to listen to the podcast. But it was infuriating. Because the guy was trying to, to point out. It's not that he knows for sure. It's that the probability. Meaning there's only one time. If you believe in this. You have two choices. One, you believe a, a thing is going to happen. Or it's not. If it's not, you're good. This is reality. But if you do believe that this is going to happen, and that's the key, if you think it's going to happen, and and if you think it's going to happen, then it's creating a reality that's exact. If, you, if, if it's not exact, then that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about exact. It then creates an, another simulated reality that's exact. And in this thought process, it goes like that. And the guy kept saying, I don't understand. I don't get it. But we have wood here. We have 8, million, 8 billion people alive. That's not the point. The point isn't that there's other people having realities and stuff like that. If you believe that a simulation could happen, then it doesn't matter if those people exist or not. You're, you're a simulated person thinking that everyone else is real or everyone else is real and they're in a simulation. You don't know. It's all simulated. And that's and he got lost because of that. And then like the doctor on the fly. And I give this guy credit. Like when I first heard him I thought he was a buffoon. In the sense that I was like I, I don't understand what he's saying. But then when he, when he was talking about simulated reality. I'm like oh okay this is an easy kind of thing for me. I don't know why it is. But it, it's not that hard of a thought. You know you just think that. You create a simulation, like you write a story in a book, and in that book that you wrote, those characters can think they're real for all that matters, but you're the one who's writing the goddamn story. <laughs> That's the point, you know? It, same thing with simulated reality. You made a reality where they think they're real. Good. That's, you done. That's what we're talking about here. And the doctor puts up this fucking thought, which was awesome. He goes, you're in a room, and you flip a coin. Heads, you go outside the door. Tail, you take an amnesia drug, and then you do it again. Now, you're only going to do this ten times. There's only one time in which this is a real thing, and nine times in which you've had amnesia, chances-wise. You don't know if this is the sixth try or the third try, because you're taking amnesia drug. You don't know if this is the first try. That was a great analogy for, for simulated reality. The fact is, you as a person does do not know. And because you do not know, the probability is that there's more of a chance of it being fake than it being real. Now, that does not necessarily mean it's true or not. It's just the thought process. A, th a thought... What did he... How do you call it? A thought experiment. It's not like... These are th these are just things to think about. It's not a thing that's concrete and in stone. It's just weird that Joe Rogan couldn't see that. It was infuriating hearing him say all this shit. Because he's like, I don't get it. I have a table. It's real. Yeah, but if you... Th do you think... You should have asked him. This is what the doctor should have said. Do you think that we will create a simulated reality? Then he would have said, yeah, I think there's a chance. If there is a chance, and in that chance that we do, that means we've created a reality that could create more realities that could create more. Because that's what we're talking about here. Then you go, oh, okay. 
there's only one time in which you were the base, the, the first time you created a reality. Only one time. And then there's millions of other realities created. All thinking. And then he tried to do this weird... See, then it got confusing. He tried to say that, you know, in, in an infinite universe, you know, there's you here now, and then there's a bunch of other yous. There's only one instance of you being the first. You know, and then the rest are other... I was like, you shouldn't have said that. That seems more confusing than the coin one. If he couldn't pick up the coin one, then he can't pick up anything. You're done. You should have stopped there. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson would have said the same. Because it gets to a point where you explain a very complicated thought simply, and if a person can't understand it, and it's it's humorous or ego that makes you think that, oh, I, I understand it, but no, no, no. To understand something means you're done. Like if I say one plus one is two and you're saying what's two, I don't think you understood it. Now, it hurts the ego to think, oh, yeah, I'm calling me stupid and whatever. No, it, it, you're not stupid because you don't understand something. You just don't understand something. And that and that's that's the nature of the simulated theory. I tried explaining it to somebody one time and they were just like, just, it just blows their fucking mind. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Like, but then again, I mean, I guess... If I lit a lighter in front of a fucking undiscovered tribe or uncontacted tribe, they've never seen technology and they see fire come out of your fucking hand, you'd be blown away. If I go back in time a thousand years and show them a satellite, you know, in space and cell phones and this reality, it would seem magical, right? So it, it's, it's just a weird thing that you can create a thought Tell somebody this thought and they cannot understand it with the damn. No matter how simple it is. Well, for me, I guess it's simple. I didn't think it was that complicated of a thought. One time you create something that copies itself. You know? And there's only one time in which you're not the copy. The other copies are copies. They can all think they're the same. He should have did that. He should have did clones. He goes... You clone yourself exactly, and that clone clones itself exactly, and so on and so forth. They all think they're the real thing, because they've all cloned somebody, but they don't know that there's only one time in which there was a guy who created the, the first clone. I mean, that, that's, that's how it is. I mean, you could do this, you could crack this down to anything. Oh, just, sorry guys, that just blew me away that I couldn't understand that, dude. And I guess this is a, I've actually had conversations with people and they just, they don't fucking get it. They're like, I'm not simulated. Well, you wouldn't know that. See, that's the thing. No one knows. Just like God, you don't know. You just think you know, you know. You, there are things out there you just don't know. You just think you don't, you know. You know, like air, oxygen, you don't fucking see it. Shit, for all you know, everyone's lied to you. Truman Show. That guy, for all he knew, he was a real person until he figured out he wasn't, you know? I mean, there's so many instances of that. Maybe maybe they should come out with more shows that confuses, that, that demonstrates this. Because it feels like this is a new kind of thought that you don't see in the mainstream. Like, your reality isn't the reality you thought. I mean, we alluded to it in other ways. Like, if you think of that Twilight Zone episode where everyone's fucking ugly and um, the lady... Is beautiful. She gets in an uh, accident, and everyone's calling her hideous. But she she turns out to have some deformity where she's pretty or something like that. And the reality is, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder kind of thing. 
you know, that's how reality is. And that's a big player in my world. And I'm noticing it as I get older is reality is a weird, tricky thing. And I've talked about this before. It's like, what is reality? If I believe you're an idiot and everyone else in the world thinks you're an idiot, but you're actually smart, really, what is the reality? You could say you're smart, but if everyone says you're an idiot, then I mean that technically you're an idiot then even if you think you're smart you're like oh that can't be possible I'm like happens every day you know <laughs> i mean you could work your ass nine to five you know work your ass off as hard as you can and everyone else could think you're lazy you get fired what was the reality what's the reality I, i'm a hard worker but the reality is you don't have a job you know i mean shit man reality is a trippy thing Man, you can think you're the best person on earth. I knew a cook. Terrible cook. Horrible cook. Everyone said he was good. You know? But when you ate his food, it was obvious. It was terrible. But he was a big dude. He'd fuck you up. So everyone said his food was good. From that guy's point of view, he's the best cook ever. He really thought he was really good. But the way he cooked was terrible. He put salt in cookies. Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here with that. Alright, well, that's it for that podcast thought. <laughs> car thoughts I misfired when I said car thoughts I actually said car thoughts and started ranting and I didn't hit record and I was like oh I missed out on half of a second of saying car thoughts hey everybody so check it out some shit went down and I want to talk about it because that's what I do there's this guy named uh, Shane Gillis right he uh he was on he was okay so Saturday Night Live I guess they they, they called, I, I guess this is the thing, they called out, we're going to hire these three people. Some Asian dude, I don't know who else, and this guy, Shane Gillis. I don't know who the fuck these people are. I didn't really care, and I'm not big in the SNL anymore. It's kind of boring and trite. But, lo and behold, they pulled me back in with their stupid, stupidness. <laughs> I meant to say stupidity, but it came out like stupid stupidness. But whatever. So check it out. This guy has a podcast called Shane Gillis Secret Podcast or Shane Shane and Matt's Secret Podcast, all right? And in the podcast, if you've ever listened to podcasts and you go on for more than an hour, you're going to say some shit, you know? And um, if you're comedians, you're really going to say some shit. They must be young because they, they, did, they don't know how to check themselves in this whole PC culture, especially when you're getting a gig like Saturday Night Live. They have to virtue signal because of all the past discretions that they had. You know, like, when people did some, like, racist thing or some or perceived racist thing back in the day, our new culture in the year 2019 is to cancel it. So, SNL being 40 years old has its up and comings, you know. It's, it's done some shit in its time that's fucking mind-blowing. So, to prevent... To prevent them getting canceled themselves by the cancel culture, they're like, fuck it, they gotta be super virtuous. They have to really go after some people if they if, if they perceive a threat, in the sense, because you don't want them to draw attention to SNL. So they're like, Shane Gillis, yeah, he said some racist things in his podcast back in the day, 
not even back in the day really it was like a couple weeks ago but he said some shit and they're like fucking we don't forgive we don't forget so fuck this guy we're not gonna hire him now here's the thing I didn't know who the fuck this guy was honestly he could have lived and died I, and I could have lived a thousand years and not know who this fucking guy is even if he's on SNL I don't even know half the fucking cast you know I don't even know a tenth of the cast you know and I don't care but they they took it upon themselves to make it make it by pervy to understand pervy is that a word I don't know anyways I saw him checking this guy out I read I read the article he said racist shit about Chinese people he said racist shit about gay racist gayest shit I guess homophobic if you want to that's so stupid that's so stupid to say so racist is like you're derogatory towards races but if you're derogatory towards gay people you're homophobic i don't think that a person who's making fun of gay people is like uh, uh, afraid of them i mean that's just uh i i could see i could see the thing in which you know if you kind of like you know those christian guys who try to pray the gay away they're just, they totally need dick you know, they're like, I fuck, there's no, gay people aren't allowed to heaven, they're just sucking dick left and right, you know, I could see that, and maybe you're afraid to be out there, but that, is that, are you really afraid of gays? No, you're afraid to, to be associated with them, but that's not, I don't think that's homophobic per se, and the, and the fact that you call a guy who, who says, hey, that's gay, homophobic, is ridiculous, I, I just, that, that's just terminology, but that's what we do in this day and age if if you say something derogatory towards a race you're racist or, or transphobist but when it becomes gay then it's a it's i, I don't you, you can't be a homo homoist you can't be gayist that doesn't make sense you just say homophobic see even this council culture and the so super woke culture i can't even understand what the fuck they're mad about. They can't understand what the fuck they're saying. They can't understand anything. They just say shit just to say shit because they're fucking sheep. Now, if I seem intense, it's because it's car thoughts. That's what I do. I'm, it's always high octane. But it's the fact that they canceled this fucking guy for some shit he said on a podcast. That's no bearing on who he is. It's just somebody brought it to their attention and they made it a big deal. I wish someone would bring some of the past um, skits that Saturday Night Live or the people that they had on Saturday Night Live to to the attention, to the forefront because it's such a fucking hypocritical thing that they did. They got rid of this guy. They said they said made fun of Chinese people and shit like that. The one, one of the only races you can get away with making fun of next to white. White people, yes, but you'd be totally racist towards Chinese people if you're in college. And if you don't know what I mean... Shit, that just makes you racist because you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know? Let's go racist. Where Name that famous actor who won an Oscar for Best Actor. That's Asian. Yeah, exactly. Shut the fuck up. You know, it's like there's more Asian people than they are black people. I'm just saying. That's just like per capita. You do the statistics. Yet, we don't have one Asian guy who's like the number one Oscar guy. Of course not. 
So they wave these fucking racist flags and shit. But you, you guys, are just, you could be racist towards Chinese people. Andrew Yang said that himself. He goes, it seems to be okay to make fun of racist. And he's right. And that might sink him, you know. Poor Andrew Yang. Even if you point something out, you're fucked. You're racist against Chinese people. He goes, well, I'm Chinese. And I like, shut the fuck up. You know, <laughs> whatever. You know, okay, so... Anyways, back to my original point, the hypocritical SNL. So I'm like reading this article, and of course I understand it as this is probably taken out of context. Let me go check this shit out. So I like I listened to like a couple of his podcasts, they're about an hour and a half, hour long. And he's with this other guy, Matt something or other. And they're two I think they're two comedians. I'm not too sure. I think one's a veteran comedian, the other's a well, of course, Shane's the comedian, duh. And the other guy's like a, like a college guy or something like that. Or something like that. I don't know. But he did comedy too. So I'm not too sure. I'm still like in the birthing age of this. But I checked out the podcast that they, they said was super fucking racist. And as always, as always, shit's taken out of context to a point. I'm not going to lie. Some shit. When you, you can't anymore in this culture call somebody gay. I mean, unless you're gay. But you can't say, oh, that's gay, dude. Or, you know, like, shit like that. You can't say that. It's just not acceptable nowadays. But they were saying that shit. That used to be a thing, but, you know, they said that. But I don't think they're homophobic at all. I don't think that at all. I think that they're just using old terminology. And that sucks. And it is, if it's offensive to you, you really should check yourself. You know, you, you're part of this whole culture of not understanding content and nuance. And it sucks to be you. Because you're going to be angry for the rest of your life. You're that fucking person who has a weird fucking name, Cindy with a Q in it, and gets pissed off that no one can pronounce your name right. Everybody in the fucking world cannot pronounce your name right, but you're going to get shitty with every single fucking one. And you don't understand that it's not, it's not them, it's you. You know, it's you and your fucking name, you know. And yes, if they know how to say your name after the fact... And they still call you by the fake name or the, the fucked up version of your name, then yeah, that person's being rude. But if if uh, if the waiter who doesn't know you says your name wrong and you get pissed at him, well, you're a piece of shit. And same thing with um, these people who get offended by people saying uh, to each other. It's like Bob and Steve call each other gay. You get offended. You who is not even part of that context. You know, now if if they came up by you and said you're gay, and you say, "Hey, man, that's offensive to me," and they kept going, yes, that is a garbage human being. But if they said some shit that you took offense to, and said, "Hey, yeah, blah," and they go, "Ah, shit, sorry, bro," they even apologize. I mean, and you still take offense to it. Well, you're garbage. But I'm just these are all hypotheticals. And but the same people who get fucking angry about shit where people call each other gay, you just you're just a sad person. You know, you want to put them in some kind of a box and you're making more enemies than friends. You know, you can't just like start separate. Like what happens if you really do get with a homophobe? And that's such a stupid word onto itself. A person who's racist, <laughs> sexist, I don't know, I, it has to be a word where you think it's a, a pejorative, you know, homophobic is stupid, it just is, now there are people who truly are afraid of gays, that's a thing, but a person making fun of gay people, that's not a homophobe, you got, you got your words wrong, you know, 
You can't just call a sexist racist. That doesn't make sense at all. You're just stupid. You don't understand your own ideology. You just say things because that's the way you follow. And you find yourself to be a sheep, that's so be it. I don't think anyone like that is ever going to listen to my podcast. I'm sorry. It's not the way it is. I don't see people looking into this shit. I don't see people hearing shit and saying, what the fuck? Let me, let me check this out. See what's up. No. They just hear the headline. They see the headline. They're like, fuck this guy. He's obviously racist because he's white. You know, pieces of garbage people like that. Garbage people who are racist themselves without even knowing it. He's obviously racist because he's white. Or some shit like that. Anyways. So, I listened to the podcast. And in context of the Asian jokes. he Okay, so, they played a clip of a Chinese guy who is speaking crippled English. He doesn't know what he's saying. Or maybe he does to some extent. But it comes out bad. He says something to the effect of... Uh, Donald Trump, China, asshole. That's all he says. There's something like that. Does that make sense at all in any kind of context? But they, they, they use the word asshole like because he's calling America an asshole or Trump an asshole. And then they started, in the context of the entire podcast, they're making fun of that clip. Asshole. You know, whatever. They're not being racist. They're just actually just making fun of a clip that they heard. A lot of podcasts do this. If you don't listen to podcasts... I understand that. That's the context of most of these podcasts. They they play clips and they make fun of them, and then they bring it up. If they were to say, if the guy was an alien and made made a funny sound or something like that, they would make that into the context of the podcast. It would make fun of it. They would draw it up. That's what comedy is. Comedy is saying something funny, grabbing something you said before and bringing it up to light as funny, and then so on and so forth. That's all they did. And then they go then. I could see where it could be racist and what they were saying. But it's just observations. Now, we used to make observations of cultures, but now it's racist when you do that. I, I don't know if this is particularly true or not, but I mean, like, if it, it wouldn't be funny if there wasn't some truth to what they were saying. They say that, like, they were, like, in an Indian restaurant. Indians were being mean. They treat them like servants. That I mean, whatever. Whatever on that. That could be true. That could not be true. But it's just in context of what they were talking about. If you listen to the conversation, it really is just a conversation. Now, when it comes to them calling each other gay, I could see where you could take umbrage for that. You're like, oh, they're homophobic. Are they? Let's talk about that. How are they homophobic? Because they called each other gay. I'm like, so they... Let's analyze the word homophobic. Are they afraid of each other because they're gay? Are they afraid of gays? Yeah, they are, of course. Well... Okay, well then we're conversations over. Because they really aren't afraid. They're just using a word. It's terminology that's outdated. I'll give you that. But is it homophobic? No. Maybe if you came up with the word that's anti-gay, you could you could say that. It's anti-gay. You're not for the cause. So be it. But I'm pretty confident if you ever had a nuanced conversation with these guys, and you say you're a gay guy, I don't think that... I bet if they talk to Dave Rubin, shit's all right. Because Dave Rubin is like ultimate gay, but he don't he don't make that as a as an indicator who what conversation he's having. Yeah, I mean, if you have a nuanced conversation with these two fucking guys, they're pretty smart. Like you hear them talk about some fucking shit, some sciencey shit, some historical shit. They they ain't stupid. Like if you listen to their podcast, they're pretty up there in intelligence. They fucking read. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if you fucks read, you know that kind of thing. 
I mean, shit. Listen, just listening to their podcast, I was like, this is my new favorite podcast. It's really good. I mean, you have people like me and other podcasters that I like uh, talking about a world event and then having a take on it and not afraid of, you know, some PC culture. I hope this guy blows up because SNL, fuck him, you know? They get a, They probably did more good for this guy than bad. You know, another thing is Andrew Yang, the presidential candidate, he wanted to talk to him, which is cool. <laughs> talk to him on the podcast. And I was like, wow, shit, that's intense. I hope they make that happen. It might sink him, though. That's the thing. That's the thing I fear. You know, Andrew Yang being guilt by association. Oh, he talked to this fucking known homophobic, transgenderist, uh, fucking racist, sexist, bigot, you know, and that makes Andrew Yang that. That could happen. So I advise against it, but Andrew Yang's going to do what he's going to do. Uh, I hope he capitalizes on this. This is actually an opportunity. I always wait for that kind of opportunity where somebody kind of shit on me like, that's public, and I'm, I'm gonna fucking use this, you know? That's what he can do. He can use this. This is opportunity. SNL uses a fucking name, your name, and says you're garbage, and then you can just go on other people's podcasts and fucking do the counterculture move, you know? I, man, I hope he does. I don't think he is. I haven't seen him on the Twitter do anything. He hasn't made it. Other than apologize and accept the defeat gracefully? Shit. That was a pretty good move. That's calculating. Calculated. I, I, I think he did that on purpose so that when um, the dust settles, he's going to go on podcasts and blow up his own podcast. I hope he fucking does that. I hope nothing but success for the, the, this, this, this team, you know, because fuck hypocritical bullshit like this where you're just like, I could be racist back in the day, but now I'm totally woke and it's totally okay for me to shit on other people. But they're okay too. No, they're not. I'm with you guys. <laughs> that kind of bullshit. That's it for that thought. All right, team. It was a good podcast. Good thoughts came out. And um, yeah, I know I got deep in the beginning of the podcast, but sometimes you got to let things go, you know? And that was my way of letting things go. As always, everybody, I want everyone. Every single one of you to take take stock in the fact that <laughs> vape is way more dangerous than cigarettes. I don't know. But always try to be the better person than you were yesterday. And take a look within and notice the perception of you and the perception of reality. You know, those are two different things. Um, shit, I, me, my personal self, I see cigarettes and I see vape and I'm like, what the fuck? But meanwhile, you got a whole fucking world going ape shit over something that's not something to go ape shit about. <laughs> so try to be the better person than you were yesterday if yesterday you wanted to get rid of vape think about it <laughs> and be a better person today and always stay frosty